0: Welcome to the crew only podcast. My name is Jasmine Porter, a freelance television and film professional. Each episode, I'll bring you a unique crew member from a different department to discuss their role in making a film. We'll give you exclusive behind the scenes stories and advice on how you can get your start too. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to the crew life. Hello everybody! Right now I am here with a special guest, Mark Clennon, who is a commercial and editorial photographer. So Mark has worked on some really cool projects. Um, I actually met him when I was like doing a music video and he was the photographer there. But then I found like, that Mark, if you ever meet him, he's like super humble and nice, doesn't like to brag. But he's worked on some really dope projects and worked with really cool brands. He's worked with Reebok, he worked with Vans, he also worked with Bella Hadid, he's done stuff with Vogue, Um, last year for CultureCon, he shot a lot of those headshots. Um, He also did work with Paper Magazine and he shot the cover for Ad Week. How's that, Mark?
1: That was good, that was good. That was a a, a tremendous (laughs) production. I sound so important.
0: (laughs) You've done a lot of good stuff. Um, But today we're not here to talk all about that. If you know, if you don't know, but um, Ava DuVernay directed a limited series for Netflix when they see us and Mark actually had the opportunity to go on set and um, shoot stills for them. He also shot the rap party. So we're definitely going to talk about that because, as you know, this podcast is about talking to television and film crew members who work behind the scenes. So we're going to talk to Mark and find out what his experience was like, how he got that opportunity. We'll get into it more later, but he transitioned later on into his career into photography, so we'll get into that more. Um, So yeah, we're going to just chat with Mark and find out and see what Ava is like, all the people on set. So Mark, thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have this chat.
0: Yes. I'm super excited to have you here. So um, the series, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I need a little bit of time to get ready and that's okay for people who do. But if you don't know what it is, it's technically about five teenagers um, back in the 80s. They call them like the Central Park Five, and they got charged and were put into prison um, for raping and beating a woman. Um, and then they were found not guilty because the actual person confessed. And so Ava decided to create this limited series to just tell their stories and, um, you know, because at the time they were they were young, you know, these weren't grown men, they were young boys. So she's just talking about, you know, what they went through, the criminal justice system, what their life was like. So, yeah, it's a really, really powerful show. And like I said, I haven't been able to watch it yet, but I will pretty soon. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. So, Mark, last year you had the opportunity to go on set with Ava and all these awesome people and shoot background photography so first of all what was that like for you like what was that experience like being there
1: so being there um it was fun it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun being on set um and you know we live in new york city so we'll, we can walk by ncis set or any type of other yeah. production and you kind of just move out the way across the street keep going And so you're used to seeing a set, even if you're not like in the business, you're used to seeing a set set up on the sidewalk with the little posters saying what the production is for, et cetera, et cetera. But this one was different. Um, This one was shot in Harlem. And as I was walking to the set, I'm seeing like the guys carrying the C-stands out of the truck. I'm like, oh, these are black dudes. (laughs) I see craft services doing stuff like, oh, these are... It's a whole lot of black people yeah. on this set top down. Like you don't all types of equipment. That. Yeah. People holding cameras, people carrying equipment, people, you know, everybody was kind of black. It felt like a like a family function. Like yeah. as soon as I walked up. This wasn't the first day of production. I, I don't know exactly uh what day of, what day of shooting but they had been shooting. Like they were in the middle of, uh, you know, shooting. So mm-hmm. this was not the first day on set, this was not near the end, it was like right in the middle. Uh, of what they were doing, so like they had a good cadence, and I can tell like, wow, this is like a family. This is this already feels and looks different, you know, after one second of just yeah. approaching the set. So like, um, that was when I got really excited and really nervous. And I'm like, okay, this is this is this a big is, deal. This is a big deal, and like you know, seeing the call sheet, I was like, oh my god, you know. So Avery What's was your go. name on it? No, 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 so um, so my name wasn't, I don't think because I'm not Union, so mm-hmm. I guess we can chat about that, but being on set was, was super inspiring, um, and you know, the, the boys who played, you know, the characters were obviously on set, they were doing like the floss dance, they were having like a lot of fun, <laughs> um, it seemed like a fun set, and, like, obviously when we were rolling, things got serious, but um, something that I really remember that really stuck with me and really inspired me was we were shooting on Lennox Avenue. You know, and people recognized Ava when she was directing. Yeah. Um, Even if they didn't remember her name at the time, they knew her face. They knew her face, and people would pull over their cars on Lennox, poke their hands out the window. You, you, you. Thank you for everything you're doing for us. Wow. And that us really hit different. It it happened multiple times. Like people walking through. Oh my God, Ava DuVernay. Can I get a photo with you? And it it didn't feel like a regular celebrity sighting. It felt like you know somebody who was really championing the voice of people who really. Uh, wanted her to kinda you know, tell our story as yeah. black Americans. And it just felt different. I almost like I got emotional just like for how many Harlemites were just stopping the cars and just thank you. It wasn't like shout it's out to how
0: you. like her how much her work affects us and yes. how much she like gives us a voice and people a voice who normally don't have it. Right,
1: yeah. Um so that was like that was amazing to see and she was so graceful the whole day. Yeah. Um, you know, she's like this is our guy from Netflix. He's be here for today. I'm like, wow, you didn't even have to acknowledge yeah, me. Yeah, but know? she did. Yeah, she, you know, shook my hand. She's like, welcome, happy to have you here. Um, and I kind of was just like, uh, underneath her wing, the for yeah, the, the whole day, the day, um, just getting my shot list. So my shot list for Netflix was actually um, all the women um, that have oh. leadership roles on the set.
0: What? Oh, see, Netflix is just doing some good black,
1: stuff. they smart. The They're so smart. And people, and black people um, that had leadership roles on the set. And my shot list was like, this person with Avery DuVernay. This person with Avery DuVernay. This person with Avery. So I'm like, okay, if I stay with Avery DuVernay all day, I'll I'm hit my shot list. gonna get everything I need. Plus, you know. Why not? Why
0: wouldn't I want to stand with her? I'm going to stand with
1: so, her all day. So I gave my shot list. And, um, you know, and I do well in a lot of different situations. I'm good at talking to people that are like me. But... When you're talking to people that are like you, a bunch of black folks on a set, like I feel like in my by the end of the day I was joking and cracking jokes with the rest of the yeah. crew. So it's
0: like how we just all like family, now yeah. I feel like Yeah, yeah. So they welcomed
1: me with open arms and you know, they asked questions about, you know, you know, how I started and how I got on the set. So it was really it was a really amazing experience.
0: So how did you even get that opportunity with Netflix? Because if you guys aren't sure about this or you don't know, Typically, when they have a still photographer on set that it is a union position, they will add you to the call sheet. But one thing that I will say that I like about where the industry is going now is that with a lot of these different platforms, you have more like non-union projects and you have people and it gives them just more opportunities. So how did you even get the opportunity to be like contacted by Netflix? Like, how did that whole thing work? And did they tell you what it was for?
1: So... (laughs) Yeah. Um, to this day, I'm still trying to figure out how this happened. You know? <laughs> so, you know, Netflix has an editorial arm called Strong Black Lead, mm-hmm. which kind of highlights and amplifies black people. I love it. And, and, you know, on the platform, you know, Netflix has a zillion shows, so it makes sense to have editorial teams that kind of help me as a black person find the content that is relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they just sent me an email and it actually was crazy. So, I actually was in Bali when I got the email working. Um, and so, I got... I feel th-
0: like I think you told me a little bit about this. yet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm like, and I got the email, you know, I'm in Bali, I have, like, I'm not supposed to be on my phone. I got the email and I read it, like, ten times. I'm like, is this... What? So, is this I'm like... really Netflix? So what let me, is going on? So, let me turn on my phone and, like, just call because this is crazy. It's like, hey, you know, you want... Like, you know, somebody to shoot still photography on Avery DuVernay's production at the time was called Central Park Five. They changed the name um, to have what, something I think suits the film better. Yeah, I like the name a lot. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can be there. On, <laughs> I can be there on Wait, Saturday. When,
0: so what day was this and when did they want you to be there?
1: It's it's tough to remember because, mm-hmm. you know, like we you yeah. fly to Bali. The date completely changes because it's like 23 hours or 24 hours or 24 hours twenty six hours ahead or something like that. Um and I think I responded Yeah, I could be in New York, like I could be <laughs> like, in New York. I'm all Saturday. the way across the world, I, I, but I, But I'm like, every day, whatever it costs, I'm yeah. I'm gonna go. Even if I lose money, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a way to go. Um so I called them, you know, like, hey, uh yeah, I'm in so I think I waited a day I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. Like, okay, great, next steps. Then I waited a day and like I need the I need to know what time. Yeah. Because it's gonna take me thirty-three hours to get back. So it could be saturday at you know 9 a.m mm-hmm. or saturday at 9 p.m i don't know because it's central park yeah and i don't know what scene i'm gonna make so, a big difference it makes a big difference so i'm like hey uh yeah i have to actually come back from bali it's like oh just book it with reimbursement. reimbursing i'm like oh. like
0: oh this is how this works like, okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> right okay so um so i booked it mm-hmm. and they reimbursed me and i'm Yeah, I ended up on set. Like, I landed, uh, like, Friday night, Saturday morning. Wow, so
0: you landed, in the next day you went to set.
1: Yeah, like, I landed at, like, 3 a.m.
0: Do you know how they got your name, though? Like, how did Netflix get your contact information? Like, who, I guess, is recommending you? Is your Um, name in some type of portal?
1: uh, yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, so I think a friend of mine, Jasmine, who works at Netflix, was aware of my work and kind of my journey, um... And apparently just my Instagram or my work came up at the meeting. And they saw
0: it and they liked it.
1: They saw it. Like, hey, he'd be a good, you know, good opportunity for this guy. And so I'm eternally thankful for the Strong Black lead team because not only do they amplify, like, the established voices in black cinnamon art, Mm -hmm. they also amplify and give opportunities to people who are emerging or just getting started. And I feel like they do a great job at every level for supporting black creators, like, especially um so yeah so
0: as far as like negotiations or like since you weren't technically in the union how did like they decide like what to pay you or like how did that whole thing work
1: yeah so i've only been doing photography full-time since 2017
0: not long at all and he's already shooting still photography for ava DuVernay films yeah. so.
1: so this was like i had only been it hadn't even been a year yet mm-hmm. that I've been full-time because
0: this was last year
1: this was last october Like beginning of last October, so my day rate was low, you know, because I didn't know I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, you know, for the day, um, twenty one hundred for the day. I was like, okay, yeah, i was gonna say that because that sounds like a lot to me. You know, (laughs) that sounds like a lot to me. Like I also felt like, wow, I'm literally in Bali working. Hello, dream. This is a dream already. And I'm yeah. getting contacted while I'm on a dream job for like a bigger dream job. Um, but like when flights and everything and all that stuff, they like got reimbursed. I think it came closer to like, uh, like maybe like 61 or 6,200. Yeah. Um, after the fact, I was kind of informed that my my day rate was on the low end. That you could have charged more. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm thankful for them to, for giving me that transparency. And Who told I, you? Um...
0: <laughs> you don't have to say the name. Was it the company or someone else told you that you could charge more? Yeah, I just got some advice actually. Yeah, good.
1: Um, so, you know, I learned from that. Um, I would have done it for free. You know? Yeah, because it's opportunity. Yeah, it's opportunity. Um, and so that's kind of how it shook out. Um, and, yeah. And Netflix has a great job of paying people on time. I've waited six months for for checks. I was
0: going to say, like, at least, like, Okay, I work freelance, but like when I'm working on a project, it's literally like a nine to five. I get my paycheck every Friday or every Thursday. But in the real freelance world, isn't it like you can get every thirty days or every sixty days that they have until they can pay you?
1: Right. Yes. In the real freelance world, but uh, you know Netflix is not your average company. Yeah. Like, I, I, what I love about Netflix is that they're a tech company um and they, they really focus on streamlining processes mm. that's kind of like the backbone of tech right yeah streamlining the processes and making it easy that makes sense so, in so for some companies i work for i have to like send over my a copy of my w4 they send me back something else i sign it it goes back and then they confirm with another department and then you know once it gets confirmation then then you get a po and it's then so there's a lot of opportunities for that to get messed up either on my side or their side mm-hmm. netflix they have a portal Put my information in the portal, done.
0: Wow. They're smart. It's done. Yeah.
1: So everything was streamlined. And so it makes it easier for everybody to kind of communicate when Mm -hmm. they're going to get paid. And I've worked with them on, you know, three or four projects now. Since then? Yeah. And it's been very streamlined and they've always been, you know, very accommodating to me.
0: Yeah. You also did the rap party too. Yeah. So did they contact you again, say like, hey Mark, you want to come and shoot the rap yeah, party? So this what is was a, that? Yeah, so
1: this is a slightly different department within the Netflix, um, but they were recommended from the Strong Bag League team, mm-hmm. so I worked with like a, a different team in Netflix then. Um, and that's when, the so I shot the red carpet and the post party, or the, the rap, rap party. party. Um, so, the red carpet, I get to the red carpet, you know. I'm not sure if anybody remembers me from the set because there's a long It's so many, yeah. Right, it's a long shoot, right? It's four episodes, that's four movies, four films. with really. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it was fun. It was a celebration it was in, ha- in Harlem at the Apollo. Um, oh,
0: yeah, I seen it on Instagram. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, God. I it, wish a, I it was dope. There.
1: And then, like, you know, I went, my experience was just on set on that one day and, like, family thing. And then when you go to the red carpet, I'm like, Oh, this is, I, I didn't, I forgot how big of a deal yeah. this was. <clears throat> when I got to the red carpet, I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I have an all access pass, this is insane. I'm, I'm never going to throw away that pass. You got to keep it I gotta it keep save it. <laughs> I got to keep it. Um, And so my job was to shoot the red carpet, not as like a regular Getty Images style, but like mm-hmm. an editorial style. So like basically highlighting the five boys. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know and then you saw you know you saw them arrive some of them are really new actors you know they're teenagers and you can see like the nerves um could you
0: imagine though like you're so young you just shot this and there's like tons and tons of people with all their cameras flashing lights and like you really understand how big of a deal this is I would be like super nervous and freaked yeah, out too
1: yeah and you know you can see the moment like wow all this work that I put in like this is kind of like they're living their dream yeah. it, was, it was really amazing to capture um it was really amazing to kind of see them working and then see the other side of what it means to be mm-hmm. an actor and to be the face of a story um, and the responsibility that holds for some some boys that are so young <clears throat> and also the men from Central Park Five were there too. Yeah. So to see them and, and you can see the joy in their faces like, wow. Our story has been told. Our story has not only been told, it's been told the right way with the care and delicacy that it deserves. Yeah right because I think if it was just a like big a, deal yeah if it's like a one hour movie it's not, it's not the same as four episodes you know mm-hmm. to really lay everything out and spell out the full story and I've seen Ava on the red carpet it was like wow this is the glammed up Ava DuVernay yeah. that we this see this is the glam day. part and I'm like and I remember her on set just like in work mode you know um, and I take a lot of photos fashion portraits but like Photographing her and and the artists that she collected, as everybody's working, those are probably some of the most important images to me because I had an opportunity to see um, to document her working, which is different than documenting her
0: when she looks all glammed up for for a magazine
1: or something like that. And it was just super inspiring to to see how how much respect that she held. You know, she didn't have to you know she have to do too much. People really respected her and her vision you know was so, she respectful to everybody else oh absolutely as well? absolutely like I, I personally would be freaked out like there's 500 people like yeah. waiting for me to tell them what to do I would be like kind of antsy but no she she handled everything with, with Supreme Grace and you know there was times she was busy and she had let you know like hey, I'm busy right now Yeah, um, but you know she was locked in on her mission. Um, so to see her kind of celebrate that on the red carpet was amazing and the whole celebration. And the, and the crazy part about it was my experiences with this project is very really limited, right? That one day and then the red carpet up to that point. And then you go in and watch it. So in, in between time, I actually have a funny story. And in between time, between the carpet and the, the party afterwards, I had to edit some photos. I had a Red Bull in my bag. Where?
0: Were you just in the event editing photos? So
1: while they was watching the film, the actual party was in Midtown. Okay. So I just went to the Midtown location and plugged up. But on my way there, a Red Bull exploded in my bag. Actually, Netflix didn't even know this happened because like they don't care. Get the job done, right?
0: Did it mess up all your work?
1: And a Red Bull had exploded in my bag my whole like i literally had to pour red bull out of my bag my computer was in there oh my my camera God. i had my camera on my body, mm-hmm. but like my sd card my hard drive all the things i actually lost my mouse completely because it's like it's just stuck together um so i had to like go to the restaurant and like i'm like do you have a napkin and i'm like yeah I'm <laughs> all, like my all my equipment is so sticky and like i have two hours i'm going have two hours to like eat Tried. Wait, they
0: wanted the pictures that soon?
1: Well, so the pictures were from the Red Copper were being released during the party. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I was editing, the while they were watching the, the premiere, I was editing. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so I, I have all the sticky equipment, my hands are sticky, and I'm like... Blazing through this! Oh and, my god! I couldn't know.
0: imagine how you felt. Like you probably were like super freaked freaking, scared, out and scared, nervous. I'm like,
1: oh my god! What if Oprah shows? I don't know. Like, you know
0: like, <laughs> There's gonna be no pictures. What if I don't get <laughs> right? the stuff that I so need? So it's like
1: you know, um, it was it was sort of frantic, but I I finished and I had like time to spare. Yeah. I kind of recalibrate myself. Um, get yourself back together after that. Right, but then you know, so my experiences with this production has been a very celebratory. Mm-hmm. Right on set it was a light day. It wasn't like a, the court scenes or anything. It was a light yeah. day. You know, obviously it's a serious subject matter, but like when they hit cut, like it was very family situation.
0: It lightened like. back up.
1: It lightened back up, right? Um, so overall, I said the day was um, very positive. And then the obviously the red carpet was a celebration.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the post party, they just left watching the first two episodes, oh, man. and I'm seeing people arrive to the party, and that was the first time I realized, oh, shit.
0: How, I didn't even think about that. It's like you watch this and you go party. What was that experience like? What were people's emotions and faces and responses from watching it?
1: I could see it in their face. I'm like, this is heavy. And yeah. I, I, I just, that part of it didn't hit me until I saw people's faces mm-hmm. and the way that they embraced the boys after you know, wow. because it was a completely different vibe at first from the red carpet, everybody was like, hey, hey. which is great. But like, arriving at the party, I was like, okay, this was This is, this heavy. is heavy. And, I, you know, all of this, like me being excited at the red carpet, the real reason we're here is because of this horrific story. Yeah. Or the terrific, not even a story, the horrific thing that happened to these five boys. Um, and so just seeing like the respect that the actors have for each other. Um, and like the, the everybody involved just kind of embracing and saying great job it was just straight faces yeah. for like the first nobody was like laughing at first and mm-hmm. smiling and mm-hmm. joking no and then I realized okay I need to recalibrate myself yeah but then as you know as the food started coming cause you know everybody did an amazing job it was Got a, a little bit of drinks had a little you know little <laughs> um it lightened up a lot yeah There's a complete party vibe and um yeah it was it was great to see everybody
0: i was gonna ask you what i guess you've done a lot of work um Mm -hmm. and i haven't even like mentioned nearly half of the stuff you've done but what and this this project could be it but what has been the most meaningful work that you've done or what kind of projects do you like to shoot
1: yeah i think i think this is probably the most meaningful work that i've done there's Mm -hmm. a lot of photos that i absolutely adore and love from this project that hasn't been seen Mm -hmm. Um,
0: do you have them or does netflix just keep them
1: i I mean it's i have them yeah but they own
0: them gotcha um can you share them or is it like yeah i I guess i always wonder how does that work like you like take all these photos for different like brands mm or companies and then you give them to them and they release what they want but can you share like whatever you want too
1: or is it um so i'm just gonna speak at like a broader level yeah But, like, so, you know, a lot lot of these big companies, some of the contracts say, like, any photo I take on this date, my iPhone, a selfie, (laughs) they own. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that obviously goes into the rate as well, the usage and license and stuff like that. Um, So, no, they completely own it. I can't sell it. I can't do anything with it. And anything I've shared has probably been, um, you know, vetted and pre-approved. Which is understandable. Do
0: you wait till they share something before you share it? Yeah. Okay. hmm mm-hmm. so Like, I you wait. can't do it first because then you just kind of, like, ruined it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess the rollout. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, So, like, you know, that team, the Strongback League team, you know, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a very great plan for the rollout when things release. Yeah. Um, and. So I yeah, I default to them and mm-hmm. you know my pictures from that day didn't come out until like a week after it aired and before I was like I can't wait to share these I don't yeah. I don't know when it's going to happen is it going to be like in the lead up promotion or like the post and I'm so glad that my photos were released after so many people had seen them because yeah. I feel like the gravity of what
0: really you know, took place yeah, and what people had watched. Yeah,
1: yeah and I, I edited most of them in black and white because it just felt so serious, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I did like that. Yeah, yeah, the black
0: and white was a good touch. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I, I, I mean, I was yeah. so eager and happy. I gave mm-hmm. them actually a folder of all the photos black mm-hmm. and white and all the photos color. So I edited each of each photo twice. I gave wow. them two photos of each because I'm like, this is amazing. This is so great. Yeah, I don't you know put a want. lot of work into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I turned it around like three days. Like, I'm like, this is, you know, this is the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah just super happy to uh, be a part of it but the rap party was great Uh, you know hitting all the dances it was a good time.
0: How has life changed for you since then or has like as far as like work and
1: opportunities you know it's you know it just came out maybe like three weeks ago mm-hmm. but it came out at a time where like I had a, a lot of other projects dropping so like it seemed like I was like the hardest working working man in show business <laughs> and then I had, like, project project everything was dropping like, it's like what
0: done. the heck mark do you ever yeah, sleep?
1: Like, this was from last year but um I think I think it has I think it has already and it um, will even more just I'm getting different sort of inquiries um I definitely want to get Unionized. I don't even know how to even begin to yeah. start. And I understand that I am extremely fortunate to be able to do something that I did, not being in a union, not really have been yeah. shooting on any set before. That was like the first. That time. was
0: the first time you ever shot on set, right? Yeah. 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 Which was I mean, like editorial and you know, but a film set. Yeah, the first so, time
1: I shot on like a, a film set. I might have shot like a talk show, you know what yeah. I'm saying, but not like a. Set, set, like this. Um, not like this, and so it's. Uh, and man, you know,
0: you, like for your first one, you booked this.
1: Yeah, it's like insane. it's crazy. It's insane because uh, you know other opportunities. Because I told some folks, like I mean, it was a year ago, right? So mm-hmm. I told some folks, like, oh, I shot on you know this Netflix thing.
0: Were you able to say like the name of it, or did you just say I shot some Netflix thing? Depending right. on who it was. Yeah, right. yeah. Depending. Tell like, I put it yeah. on my
1: website. Like clients include the number one thing. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Even though didn't have any work on my side, I'm like, I, you, know, I got, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a lie. Um, but you know, the rollout and everything, I was, I was, I was receiving information as everybody else was. Yeah. But um, you know, for that to be my first one, i was like, okay, I want to do more of this. Like, in the meantime, let me kind of get my set portfolio situated. That's why I'm, like, offering to shoot on all these different sets, productions, small and big. Because I think that's something that I want to do again.
0: You want to do more of that work? I would love to
1: be the main photographer, yeah. you know, and be there every day and really help shape the narrative of the film. Yeah. You know, especially these larger scales. The photo photography is a narrative of the film until it comes out. And, like, <clears throat> you know, that's definitely a goal of mine. And I'm just trying to figure out how I can kind of Get into a union yeah. to get that situated um, and really break into the space because I feel like
0: it's a whole nother world, right? It's like
1: I played an NBA game yeah. and then like, but I'm in high school.
0: <laughs> I have no see the thing is with that I have no idea yet as far as like with the union to get like for stills photography, mm-hmm. um, but I'll definitely ask some people because obviously I said we always have a still photographer, so um, I'll ask when I see them once we start filming. Mm-hmm. I'll ask around and find out like all right, how do you, is it the same thing as, like, camera or whatever, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. how do they do it? Yeah, that'd be, I did some research, I think it's, like, a specific union for still photography. Yeah. It is
0: a specific yeah. union, and, like, other unions, I mean, they have, like, you gotta have so many days, you gotta have, you gotta have certain things, and for this season, union, I don't know what their guidelines are as far as, like, what you need to have before they'll even, like, take a look at your stuff mm-hmm. and approve you in there.
1: Yeah, I actually got, because these things happen, so since, I told a couple people that I've shot for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I've actually gotten inquiries for other Netflix shows. Shows. Like ah. outside of Strong Back League mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the first question is, Are you union? I'm like,
0: No.
1: No, but I got literally have shot for Netflix on yeah. the set before. They're like, No, it needs to be union. Yeah. So I'm like, Okay, I realize there's a separation between yeah, it is what I was doing for Netflix and what, you know, an actual stills photographer yeah. can do. But, um,
0: so that's next.
1: That is one of the many things that I'm kind of aiming for. What are think.
0: the other many things? Tell us. Like, what can we expect to see from you?
1: More black people yeah. looking fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just taking it as it, as it comes, really. Um, this is like a, the one time in my career, my, my short career, that I've kind of...
0: Two years.
1: Two years. Two exciting years. to kind of like hard stop because I've had so much stuff. Going on, and I have like an unhealthy relationship with.
0: Do you just work all the time?
1: I work a lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. really feel like work. I do work all the time, but I honestly, truly, yes, clients can be annoying, but like it doesn't really feel like work. work. Yeah. So like that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So a
0: lot of people, most people, don't get to say right. That. I know, I know.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy. Um. So this is the first time where like I um I'm just taking a step back. I'm doing some projects. Mm-hmm. Um, soon, like, on a more influencer-based. Okay. Um, so I'm going to see where that kind of lane goes. But, like... Mark the
0: influencer.
1: Not see. Yeah. Can we
0: start calling you that? No, out?
1: absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you got
0: to embrace it.
1: No, so, like...
0: You don't have to claim it, but you are. I, you I am, but, like, I
1: got to also remember, like, people make are t- tapping me to do these cool things because of what I've been yes. doing. So I don't want to change what I've been doing. Yeah, these opportunities are fun, but I think I just need to take an opportunity to kind of reload and like um, get back into like- You have
0: to like process everything. Yeah, because
1: I'm a person when I post something on Instagram, I will watch it. I will watch every like and comment- You do? Yes. I watch everyone uh, refresh, 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 refresh. Yeah. And so it takes <laughs> up like a whole day. And so I've had all these projects dropping. Yeah. So I've been on like Instagram so
0: Instagram much, Instagram and
1: Twitter so much, and, like every. Day. It's exhausting. It is, and every day, she like, tweeted you back. Yeah, she tweeted me, and like, of course, I'm like, oh my god, I'll never tweet again. You, know? <laughs> you
0: were like, this is it, <laughs> yeah. like I made it.
1: So like, I've actually deleted um, the Twitter app, and like, what? I've really limited my Instagram usage to like just DMs and business and stuff. Why? Just to take like a break, cause I need to like. One, I don't want my head to get too big.
0: It can. It will. I'm telling you, I will. And, like, it doesn't mean you'll become an asshole. But, I mean, like, if you keep doing, like, great stuff and people keep, obviously, always telling you great and you're getting recognition, it's like, how could you not? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. the same thing with any athlete. Like, if you're a great athlete after so many years, it is what it is. But sometimes that's why it's good to be around people who, like aren't into it or don't care or Mm -hmm. family because they can always, like, bring you back down where it's like, you just Mark, yeah, you know? But it's going to happen. There's
1: a zillion photographers that are way better than me that are looking like, how the hell did Mark get this? You know what I'm saying? Do you
0: ever, like, get a... Is there... I'm not even gonna ask that. That's stupid question because there is obviously competition and animosity. Mm-hmm. But do you receive that sometimes, or I guess how do you handle that? Like people who may have been doing it longer mm-hmm. and hasn't even gotten or been able to work on the projects that you've worked on.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I just run my my own race, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm also aware that there's gonna be somebody else that's been doing this for two weeks that's gonna have an amazing opportunity, yeah. and I'm gonna be like.
0: Damn, well, I've been doing this for five years. Yeah.
1: So like, I recognize that it's going to happen to me too. Um, so all I can do is focus on what I can control. There have been like, I don't want to say haters, mm-hmm. um, but like doubters. Like when I, So I worked in tech for five years. What did you do? I was an account executive at a large tech company that has changed their name so many times, but now they're Verizon Digital Media. When I was there, it was Oath or AOL
0: like regular rising, rising, rising. Yeah, rising, okay. rising.
1: So like um my responsibility was to help monetize some of the largest websites on the internet. So like my clients were cnn.com, foxnews.com, cbs and stuff like that and Huffington Post. Um so I just worked in like a very s- sales tech capacity, mm-hmm. which is like night and day from what I do now. Were there a lot of people who looked like you? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I was on my floor at the time, I could look around, and I'd be the only black account executive. Yeah. Um, and I was just over it. Like, I used to wear, like, a, it was pretty casual tech, but, like, there were times I had to wear, like, a suit jacket. You know, I had, like, a suit jacket on my desk just in case I had to take a meeting. I remember going to meetings, looking up baseball scores. I don't even like baseball, but my clients like baseball. So, you, so I got to, like, look up, oh, the Mets. You know, they wonderful. won, or they... And we're just, like, you know... <laughs> We're going to the Irish pub, you know, for after work drinks. I'm like, this is cool, yeah, but, like, I... It's not... I thing? just to can we get some R&B or something yeah. like that? <laughs> I mean, like, something, like, you know, just... I was just, <laughs>
0: Can we get some R&B? It was just like... Maybe you it, have to it, see his face t- right now.
1: It took so much energy just to exist in the space. I want to say... It you was like you like, can't, like, fully be yourself. Yeah, fully. I wasn't, like, oppressed and being chained to the desk, but, like, it just took so much energy to be... To fit into their world. To fit into their world, and so I picked up the camera there. Um, But um.
0: (laughs) so I don't I don't mind stuff. So I'll tear. So there we're recording this podcast, and there's some kid you guys will probably hear who keeps screaming. And I actually right before we started, I went downstairs and I was like, "Hey, we're going to be recording a podcast. Is there any way you guys can keep it down?" And I feel like for the first 15 minutes, it wasn't bad. But I think now the kid is just going ham. Like, yeah, know you can't really keep kids contained. So if you guys hear the screaming in the back, that's what it is. So just bear with mm-hmm. <laughs> But Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought briefly, but. Oh, you, um, it was exhausting because you felt yeah. like you
0: were trying to fit into their world right, constantly. Right.
1: So I picked up the camera and. Was
0: there something, like, what kind of sparked that, like, were you always into it? When you picked it up, what did you start shooting?
1: Yeah, so I've always been Mm design-oriented. So in college, I was I designed, like, billboards and buses for my university. I made club flyers. I was, like, a promoter, so I'm making flyers, like, a new flyer every week. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'm just like, this is what I need to do to get money and throw this party. But I was really honing in on my, like, my composition skills. You know, you've always making been doing those this flyers, kind of drop, dragging and dropping and using Adobe products, for mm-hmm. photoshopping and stuff like that. Um, then I started a website. I was in tech, so I, I built a website and did like some editorial stuff and I always needed photos. So I'm like literally this is like a cardinal sin, guys. I would literally go on Tumblr, take photos and like put a water my own watermark on <gasps> and put it put no. it on my website. You did not. Yes, I was, oh, I my, was so mad. Wait. Bad. So what? I, so bad
0: did you ever get caught
1: i didn't get caught but then like it just it was ai don't know when did
0: you do this
1: this is like i had a site called urbanfresh.com and uh it was like highlighting events in the city and stuff like that it was a you know 2013 2014 2015.
0: And you would just take other people's pictures and put your watermark
1: on it? Just to like, because I needed like a header, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I need a picture of New York City, mm-hmm. and this is my header for the banner, and I put the little logo, and then like, <laughs> I just needed, I, and I started needing more and my photos, I'm like, well, i just take, I just start taking it with my iPhone, because yeah. I, I know exactly what picture I want, and I was pretty good, when I was one of those hashtag iPhone-only people anyway, yeah. so then I just started taking pictures from my website on my iPhone, and it will come out really good, like, let me just post them on my Instagram. People are like, what kind of camera do you use? I'm like, I'm like it's an iPhone. It's an iPhone. It's like an iPhone 4, you know, mm-hmm. iPhone 5 or whatever. Um, and so I'm like, man, maybe I really want to do this.
0: Like, maybe I'm kind of nice with this. Yeah.
1: So um, my mom actually got me like a starter camera for Christmas. I'm like, uh-huh. this is
0: dope. Thanks, mom. Shout out to moms.
1: I picked up that camera. I still have those pictures, too. I picked up the camera and went out. It was like, you know, December 27th. Mm-hmm. Went out in the city, took some pictures of snow. I'm like, yo, this is hard, man. By January 1st, I put that camera on my desk. That camera did not get any action for a whole year.
0: You're kidding.
1: Uh like, It was like, this is hard. I, and I don't want to carry around this big old camera. I don't want to be the picture man. Why? So I just went back to my job, and, you know. And then a friend of mine moved up, and we, uh, we actually had the same camera. I like, yo, I'm going to start doing this camera. Like, All right. I'll bring, I'll bring my camera with mm-hmm. you. So it was like two of us and then three of us was just walking around taking pictures trying to figure out the settings. Still shooting on like auto mode. But mm-hmm. um, then we just gradually got better and better. And then and did you
0: start liking it more? I started liking
1: it more. I started liking it more. I, it more. I really like editing. I like being in those programs that I was using for the website and the design stuff. I'm like, oh, this is translating well. I don't have to read a tutorial for Photoshop. I already know Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things just started taking off. From there and then i quit in 2017 so i started 2016 quit in 2017 and so
0: from the time that you picked the camera back up and you went out with your friends to the time you quit like how long of a span was that
1: that was february 2016 to october
0: 2017 okay
1: all right wow well, you break it down that's kind of crazy
0: yeah it is crazy to be able to like quit yeah. your job yeah, yeah, yeah. because you can make enough money doing this and you've been doing so it. when i quit i was not making enough money mm, you just took that leap
1: i planned it okay i, planned, I was very meticulous so i worked in tech i tried to. i started changing my habits i made like i bought some stocks i actually bought netflix stock so how's it doing amazing. Oh, it's doing amazing <laughs> It helped me get me where i am um so like, i made some investments and mm-hmm. stuff like that just to like build like a, a nest egg i started Saving, saving. So my New Year's resolution was to quit in 2017, mm. but like in March. Yeah. March came, and I was like, I ain't ready. I ain't brother. ready. <laughs>
0: we ain't ready.
1: <laughs> I had to save some more coin, like get like at least a consistent client. mm mm-hmm. um, So I saved up, saved up, saved up. Um, in October, they were like having layoffs. So like, not October, like July, they were having layoffs. I'm like, oh, if I get laid off, this, this is Should be great. Get my <laughs> Who little, wants to be laid off? I'll get, off? you know, my little, um severance package oh, yeah. and they'll just send me them off. But my no, way. they didn't lay you off. Man. They catch you. The, the layoff day came and you with my face looked like I got laid off. <laughs> Cause I still have my job. I was like, yo. The
0: complete I how, did they lay off a lot of people? They
1: laid a lot of people got fired. Wow. Like
0: you boss, was like, why it's not me.
1: my boss and everything I'm like, yo. People that really wanted to keep their job, I'm like please, please just take me. Sacrifice me. Um, no, I didn't get fired. So it was that moment. Like we heard there's gonna be more layoffs, and there was more layoffs the following year. I'm like, I've been waiting on these layoffs for seven months. I'm just gonna quit. It's gonna quit now. So I waited like a month or two, and I quit. And then like I started just literally hemorrhaging money mm-hmm. from the jump. So like money, just all the money is leaving me, and I'm not bringing nothing in. So, like, I saved up a good amount. I saved up, like $25,000. Yeah. I was down to like.
0: Within how long, though?
1: Not written. Like, by January, February, I was down to like. From October? I Because, like, flying to see family, you know, oh, for Christmas yeah. and stuff
0: like that. It, um, it yeah. does go. I don't even know why it's like, and, like, I was like, like... You
1: know, I'm still, like, taking Uber if I had to take a train. Yeah. You know, I just. It was tough for me to get. Change, like, change my lifestyle from that to, like, to nothing. To working in tech, to completely freelance is kind of like a big flip. Yeah. Um, and then so I just kind of had to slowly build my way back up to... I'm still actually... Well, last year I didn't make as much as I made when I was working. This year... We're we going to get it. There's a chance. Yeah. I'm looking at the projections. It's possible that yeah. it would be like the first year I make. What well, you're making. More I make then, But I feel so much better. Yeah. Last year was so amazing. I made like... And... I made less money. I had so but you feel better. I feel better. Like you can't, there's no amount of money that made me feel. It didn't just feel real. like work. Yeah, I feel less. Real. I feel like I took a year off, mm-hmm. you know, like a gap year. Um. So, you know, this year is different. I think I've already made more money this year than I have all last year. Yeah. Right. So I can see the growth, but I just got to like continue to stay locked in on my craft and not get too distracted by the things yeah. that happen.
0: So when you first, you know, decided to make that transition, what was kind of like the first client that booked you? And I guess how did you start to like book clients, you know, because I mean? obviously you were just starting off. You mm-hmm. were new, you were taking pictures, but like, how did your name get around um, for people to s- decide to book you?
1: That's a good question.
0: Um, like, is it, was it all social media really? Or is it, was it a different way? A lot of it was
1: social media, but um, most of it was just personal connections and people I know just being a friendly face that people see around mm-hmm. a lot um you know I'm I know the value of storytelling yeah because I was selling I was selling a tech platform to websites and you have to create a compelling story out of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have like my own story is much easier to tell also I'm like I start, was doing this, I quit my job, I'm doing this. So really getting my story down pat to explain people what I'm about in a concise manner
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what I'm looking for. Um, so that would happen a lot in conversations so people kind of know. Um, I think loosely, you know, the people at strongback Lead, um, before they even worked there, you know, they kind of knew my story, where I came from, yeah. so like it's easy to translate that to other places and kind of get your name out that way. Um, my first client really was Travel Noir. So I used to be, I used to travel a lot. Well, I still travel a lot, but like, I used to be like... Jets setter. Yeah, like, you know, like, oh, travel influencer, quote yeah. unquote thing. Um, taking pictures of all these different places. And um, Travel Noir was like my first client. Um, and I did all my work for them for free, actually. Wow. To start. Because I'm like... I you got to
0: start somewhere. People say that all the time. Like, my first internship, I work for free. Like, they always say, like, sometimes in the beginning you have to work for free yeah. because then what happens after?
1: Yeah, and it's important to identify when you should work for free and when you should. Yeah. If they're going to give me a platform and a springboard to tangible work that I can see clearly in the future, mm-hmm. okay. If not. If not, if it's somebody's birthday party, you won't need pictures next week. The yeah. birthday's not next week.
0: And some people will use you and just take yeah, advantage use of you. Yeah,
1: but like Travel Noir, I'm like, okay, they need pictures a lot. It's a very hot brand at that time. People are going to see your work. they are going to see my work. It's going to legitimize me in a way. I'm still working full-time. Like, I don't need the cash. I just mm-hmm. need um, exposure. Exposure. And I feel like this is exposure that uh, resonates with me It's a black-owned company. They really celebrate and champion new experiences for black mm-hmm. people. This is good. So it was a partnership with NYC Go and Travel Noir, um, and my shot list. They gave me two weeks to do it. I had to go to like all five boroughs and put together these things. And the first week, I was in Miami.
0: Wow!
1: So I had to do two weeks of work in one week, and I had a full time job. And it's not like a yeah. light full time job. It's a it's a difficult job. It's How tough. did you
0: even manage to do I that? I was
1: I was. You up. didn't sleep. No, it was it was it was hazing. I was up. <laughs> I was up at sunrise on the bridge to get like good light so I can shoot good content. Yeah. I was shooting, you know, at lunch, shooting right after work. So um, during your lunch
0: breaks you're going to shoot? I was
1: knocking out shoots at lunch. Yes. Wow. So there's days I did three shoots and worked a full-time job. Morning, afternoon and after work. I'm like getting this content all five boroughs, knocked it out, went swimming All this for free. Jeez also, That's like
0: dedication. Yeah,
1: but like I wanted to. Like this yeah. is a good opportunity. And I kind of springboarded my relationship with Travel Noir Grew, And I did eventually started doing some paid uh, stuff with them. So that was my first like splashy, in my space, splashy mm-hmm. thing. And it just kind of grew from there. I started working with Ad Color, which is an organization that champions uh, diversity in the advertising space. And it resonated with me because I'm a person that like left the advertising space because yeah. I just couldn't deal with it. So they flew me out to L.A. for my first gig, like, right after I quit my job to so shoot their conference. Wow. And um, it's kind of grown from there. So those are, like, the first two
0: things that, like, really put you yeah, on the Yeah, like, that
1: kind of legitimized me. And, like, it was through Ad Color that I shot the cover of Ad Week, um, which is huge for me because it kind of gave me, like, that notch on my belt. Like see, yeah, oh, what
0: was that like, see
1: old co-workers, like, I told you I could do this, you know. Yeah. Um, Did they doubt you? They, nobody doubted me. Yeah. Nobody out, Nobody outwardly discouraged me from yeah. doing what I want to do, but I can—you can, you can you tell from people's tell inflection like, of their voices, like, "You're gonna do what?"
0: Especially, now? I mean, going from a job like that, mm-hmm. they're like, "Are you crazy?"
1: Mm-hmm. You're gonna do what now? Good luck, yeah, like that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, they're kind of cool on they kind of cool in this idea. That I think this is the best Did issue. you
0: believe it, like yourself?
1: Yeah, I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believed it. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't. Yeah. Obviously, everybody has their doubts. You know, even LeBron James is like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the NBA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, even though it's clear, it's clear that um, it was going to happen. So I was like, yeah, I believed it. I believe I could do mm-hmm. what I can do. I, I, did
0: you see any of this? Like when you thought about what you wanted to do, did you see what has actually happened in your life now?
1: No, I didn't see. I can never envision me. Being, oh, going back to Avery DuVernay, like she was a lot, of, I read her story. It's like, she quit at 31.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, I want to start doing this whole different thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's insane.
1: And now she's like, huh, Oprah are like besties.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine?
1: <laughs> yes, I like, can, because she's done it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I she's, she's literally done she's done it. It's yeah. possible now for me because at first I was like 27.
0: I mean, was her, did you know about her story before? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like I read about her story and I'm like, oh, maybe it's not too late for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like I'm 27, 28, about to quit my job. Like, I don't even know, you know, these kids are 16, 17, 18, yeah. getting opportunities to shoot Vogue, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, maybe I'm it's too Like, old. I'm mad old. Like, 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 I can't be the young photographer that these brilliant artists are. Yeah. I'm like, I had, had some doubts, but then I see like Ava,
0: and she 31.
1: Like, she just, like, started at 31. She's like, 34 now. Boom, look at her. Like, what? So, I'm like, okay, this is possible for me. I can, I don't know where I'm going to go, but. It's
0: I, never too late, they always say. It's, it's never, cliche, but it's true. It's never
1: too late. And I, there's a quote. I don't remember where I got this quote. It was years ago. I've been using it for years. But, like, I've never been smarter than I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll never be younger than I am right now. Yeah. So now I'm young as hell. So now is the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so no so, better time than now. No better time. So, yeah, reading her story, absolutely. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember, like, okay, put a nugget in my brain. Okay, it's not too late. Yeah, like she just she's fresh off the shelf. Selma, you know, the Oscar, you know, yeah. so it's like, okay,
0: what, um, for the rest of the year, I mean. You can't, like, really map it out. But, I mean, what do you want to see? What do you envision happening for you for the rest of this year? It doesn't have to just be, you know, like, career just in general. Yeah. No, I've actually never
1: focused on career. Like, I want to shoot large campaigns. Mm-hmm. I want to shoot. Like, like what? Like, large Nike campaigns. Mm-hmm. You know? I was just going to say I want to be in Times Square. I've lived that Like, have the yeah. But that happened in March. So, I'm like what you know but I want want another billboard at Times Square that'd be cool
0: which one was that the
1: one that was a mark that was for Foot Locker and Vans Mm -hmm. so that was that was a cool congrats thank you you're welcome so um, you know I don't really focus on those specific client oriented goals because I I realize that if I focus on myself my goals for this year is just be consistent with what time my morning routine my nightly routine and my day to day small Mm -hmm. day to day work ethic moments yeah. I'm just going to continue to focus on that and everything I ever things that I never could imagine will precipitate from that yeah. that's how I've operated since I quit I've never had one target I never was like one day I'm going to shoot for Netflix and blah 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 no. In Ava yeah so as always today I want to make sure I'm on time for whatever I got to do I want to wake up early um, with enough time to create m- positive mental space for mm-hmm. myself And not be distracted by frivolous things and really be aligned completely. And that has been my guiding light, really. It hasn't been um, anything external.
0: What do you have um, to say or do you want to share any advice? And it doesn't necessarily have to be people who are like later on in the careers, but just anybody who wants to like start doing photography and working for big clients. I mean, like maybe what has helped you? What would you say to them? Photography.
1: Like getting clients, this is a service-based business. Mm-hmm. Your client comes first. Making the client happy comes first. And even when I get things that I don't like, that's my opportunity to educate the client on making sure that we're clear on roles and responsibilities. You also yes.
0: say, do you have a say at all in the creative aspect? Yeah, it that depends
1: on the project, but you know, I want to leave every project, even if I hate the photos. I want the client to be get exactly what they want. Yeah, um, what they hire me to do. And really make sure they have a, a, a great experience with me because all my work is word-of-mouth I do not yeah. cold I have never cold emailed anybody I wow. have not, um, you never had
0: to apply for anything
1: never applied for anything everything has come to me and I, I do and I think that's because I want to make sure every shoot is they a remember great experience. You. I could be dead sleepy tired back hurt i want to make sure i have the energy my energy is at 15 so everybody else's energy can be at 10. Um, so making sure that every experience especially in the workplace is a positive one so people feel comfortable with my professionalism Mm -hmm. and are willing to refer me Um, and then the second part of that is working 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 so even though let's say no Nobody might be hitting me up at this moment. Let's say whatever today is. I don't know what today is. Saturday. Saturday. The 15th. <laughs> Saturday, the 15th. You know, I'm still working on my own personal projects. I'm still working.
0: Like just things that you want to just shoot. Things or do. that
1: I just want to shoot, collaborate with as many people as I can. Different stylists, makeup artists, you know, models and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just continuing to do the work because also people give projects to busy people because they know they can get it done. Mm. If I if nobody I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, like, if there's two people, one person is busy, I'm knocking out this, 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 and this, and the other person is not doing anything, Yeah, I probably have a better chance of giving it to the busy person because they already are in a cycle, hmm. right? So, um, just I want people to see me to continue to put out good work, Yeah, um, and that's where my references come top of mind. I feel like when I post new projects on Instagram, I get like a few emails in the following days about different projects wow so this so you may- think
0: utilizing social media too is a big one for yeah yeah and I, I
1: try not to I try not to force myself to post on a certain cadence but um, I force myself to work to have a library if I want to post whenever I want I have something
0: yeah
1: um, I have work that I'm proud to show not just like whatever mm-hmm. um, so continuing to just work 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 and then people will say we want you to do this for us and then that's where the money comes in and that's where like those opportunities come in. And once you get into that track, that that first Netflix thing turned into multiple projects. I worked on When They See Us, I have worked on uh, See You Yesterday, you know, wow. so those opportunities. How were just,
0: was that? That was yeah. another, you know, film with like a ton of black people. Yeah. And I, a different story too. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I did the press photos for them, um, you know, Stro and the crew. You know. It was great, it was like a quick yeah. shoot. Downtown, just to, for the press photos, it was cool to see uh, mm-hmm. that. So, you know, that came from my previous work. So, yeah. um, making sure that experience was positive. I actually broke my drive on lens and broke it what? during the shoot. Um, Did you have another one? I had other lenses, but like that was that was the one. <laughs> that <laughs> you know, was that, the one that the one we I needed. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and what? I had to finish the shoot. You know, yeah. remain positive. It was raining and stuff like that. Um, so those kind of show made. must go on show must go on, I couldn't be panicked, you know, um, and a lot of that just comes from the experiences that I've had, doing free stuff with the homies. Yeah. Did um,
0: they know that your, that your lens was broken? Nobody
1: saw it. It, oh. it. like, I was like, I dropped it and it like landed like on like concrete stairs. Oh man. And like once, and it bounced and then somebody caught it and like, the thing wouldn't even rotate. I was like, oh man, oh, cause I couldn't my. zoom in and out. Yeah. Right this, this is dumb. But you know, they're very supportive. Um, so, yeah, just do the work. The work mm-hmm. comes first. All the all Instagram, mm-hmm. a logarithm, strategies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, mm-hmm. Facebook ads, stuff like that. I've tried, done it all. Um, but the work. Yeah. It's just the work. So You got to just put the work behind it. hmm
0: So before we wrap up, um, I want to just hear, you, you've watched it, right? Yes. Okay. I would like to hear what you thought about it. Or we're talking about okay. when they see us.
1: When they see us, I, I think it is Avery DuVernay and, Mm -hmm. you know, Bradford Young, Dream Team. They did such an amazing job. The actors did such an incredible job. They told it with nuance. You know, they really did a good job of giving the environment of New York City at that time. Yeah. Um and it's just a tragic, it's infuriating, you know, there's there's moments where you chuckle and laugh, there's just, it's just so well done. Mm -hmm. It makes me so proud to just be alive in this time where we have the opportunities to tell these types of stories the way we we want to. Um, It's a tough, it's a tough watch.
0: How long are each of the episodes? Like about an
1: hour or so. It's a tough watch, it is. But once you I actually couldn't watch it all straight through. I yeah. plan to watch all four episodes But on. you need like breaks. I watched two episodes I said, I need a day. And yeah. I Because it's 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 heavy it's children. And... These are children. I'm like fourteen.
0: And that's the thing that sometimes like people watch and I'm like, these are kids. And one thing that I feel like and I've noticed even with my brother, like and even, like, black girls and black boys, it's like, they look grown, you know what I mean? So people look at them and don't see them as kids, but, like, these are children. Like, yeah, he might have muscles and she might have breasts or look developed, but these are kids. Yeah, I mean, they,
1: to black people, they look like kids.
0: Yeah, we to, know. To other people, they look like grown really men, grown man, but
1: they were children. They were children. Um, and I encourage, you know, people say it's trauma porn, etc. cetera. I, this is not trauma. This is made for black people, by black people.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not, you know. Yeah, I don't think that at all. You know, but I, I've just seen, like, tweets and stuff. But, like, and these people are still alive.
0: It's not like they're gone and this was, like, hundreds of like,
1: years ago. These people are still here, alive, telling their story. And they said, this is what happened. We deserve to give them the time. Yeah. To, to, to hear and listen to their experiences. Because... Mm-hmm. You know these memories are their memories and their experiences is a part of our story as Black Americans is important, yeah. um, and it is difficult. Wait for a rainy day to watch it. Do whatever you have to do. I just do think that um, it should be seen and that story should be told mm-hmm. um, the way it's been told with nuance and delicacy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Any la- anything you want to say before we wrap up? Anything that we didn't talk about? Um, what do you What do you want to share with the people? What does Mark have to say? Whether it's about your life, your legacy, the work you've done to other people, whatever it is, you can share it now.
1: Um, be happy. Mm-hmm. Work, the self-work is the only work that you need to focus on. Everything else that you want in life will, will come to you if you're ready to receive it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's it. I'm just happy. try try to find gratitude gratitude every morning every night yeah and uh yeah
0: (laughs) that's what we got guys thank you so much mark thank you so much i appreciate it guys take a listen to this episode i um i really hope you enjoy it obviously this is a little bit different than what we normally do but um it's an important episode definitely make sure you check out the series um and check out Mark's work. Mark, give us like your website, wherever they can find you, you your Instagram me, handle. You can
1: find me at markclinnon.com That's M-A-R-K, Clinton, which is like John Lennon with the C in the front. So C-L-E-N-N-O-N, markclennan.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, mark.c. Very simple, very short.
0: All righty. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank
1: you.